Another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And southern greetings to the lovely blonde sitting up in the northern hemisphere, Jenny Baxter from sapeople.com. I'm Melanie Walker here in Johannesburg. And it's that time of week where we get to grips with what's been happening with South Africa and South Africans around the world. How are you doing, Jen? Hi, Mel. I'm doing really well. Thanks. And you? No, fantastic. Enjoying the, the sunny, beautiful days here in Gauteng, even if it is chilly when you go indoors. I think the thing is to live outdoors these days and enjoy all the free sunlight, heat and get lots of vitamin D, which is a good thing to do. <laughs> exactly. That's so true. And and now it was Africa Day yesterday, wasn't it? It was. I, I, I found out today. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so you don't have a holiday in South Africa for Africa Day? No, 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 no. It's not one, it's not one of our public holidays. There, there's this dispute about how many countries there are in Africa. A lot of people say 53. Okay, but there's actually when I was working for Studio 53, it was called that because although there were 54 countries in Africa, Morocco decided it wasn't part of the um, African Union. So even though there were 54, it was actually 53. And then, of course, with Sudan breaking into two, I don't know if they've actually been given their sovereign status yet. But we're looking at probably 55 countries in Africa. A lot of countries, beautiful countries all over the continent. And, um, well, I'm I'm actually quite glad to say in some ways that I'm an African. Just (laughs) African. We we celebrated yesterday with one of the many poems that expats have written about how much they miss Africa and, and you know it was it was really beautiful went so viral it's um, still good feelings everybody's very proud to have been part of Africa I think who leaves Africa yeah it's always lovely to and come back as to, well isn't it yeah did you see that video that the um, that the Americans did about South Africa no it's called Bucketless South Africa. And they fell so in love with South Africa. They did so many things there, which you've probably already done, but I think many South Africans haven't. Like, you know, the bungee jumping, um, photographing the big five, shark cage. Shark cage diving, yeah. Diving, all those kinds of things. I wouldn't do that. I just go and dive with the sharks. Helicopter trip. Oh. You would just dive with the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did this video and it has gone viral around the world. Over 11.8 million views. I just checked this morning. So it's done more for South African tourism than I think our tourism department could ever have dreamed of. You know, it's fantastic. And the comments from people around the world just going, wow, I, I never knew South Africa had this or that. Mm. And um, I'm coming to visit. Well, that's good. Um, but here in South Africa, we are can-do people, okay? So if you want something done in Africa, you got to do it yourself, <laughs> okay? So yeah. DIY advertising for our wonderful country, I, I actually can't think of a better way of saying to people, this is where you should come to, from the yeah. people yourself, yeah. All right, so what news have you got for, for expats? Somebody this week needed some gem squash for their sister in London, yeah. and um, hundreds of people responded. The, the bottom line is that if you want gem squash in England, August or closer to autumn is the time to look out for it, that you can go to these pick-your-own farms, and if you want to buy seeds, buy them now. immediately and plant them now to be ready in the autumn. Um, And then it was great because people from Israel and Canada and Norway and 
New Zealand and everybody chipped in with where to get gem squash in their country. And, and Why <laughs> so, gem squash? What's, what's so special about gem squash? <laughs> I think mainly because you can't get it. You know, so whatever you can't get, you then really want. But it reminds me of a story of a friend who used to live with me and her mother packaged up <laughs> this butternut <laughs> and sent it with a friend who was flying over to England <gasps> to take to her daughter. <laughs> like, apart from the fact you're not allowed to actually do that. <laughs> but I mean, she sends her a present of a butternut over in England. I was absolutely <laughs> gobsmacked but, by it. But it's true. Butternut is one of the other things that people seem to miss. We get a lot of butternut in France. Mm. But I, d- I did see people bringing up butternut on the James Squash post. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, the things that, yeah. I mean, you know, one would think um, Pex Antrovet and, as we've said before, Mrs. Balls and Roy Boss and all of that, but gem squash. Oh, well, you know, each to his own. If we can get to kids to eat it, good luck to you. Um, <laughs> get, we'll get somebody to fly it over. Oh, talking about flying. Uh, yes. SAA, coming back from the brink of ruin, apparently. Yes, I think Pravin Godin said yesterday that it'll be four to six weeks before there's an announcement that they are in really good talks with a strategic partner. Mm-hmm. So they haven't said yet who the partner will be. So I don't know if it'll be, you know, somebody like Emirates mm-hmm. or if it will be some other private non-aviation company that's, you know, going to partner up. And whatever the deal will be, he said, you know, they'll no longer be taking all the money from the government, basically. Ooh, that's a, yay, one good thing. And as an, <laughs> as an ex-SAA hostie, I was very sad, you know, with all of the stories as well from the pilots and everything with what was going on with SAA. It was a great airline while I was working there, maybe because I was on them. <laughs> no, joking, <laughs> How long did you do that for? Two years. On oh, airbuses, it was great. I, I really enjoyed my time as a as a hostie. Or um, we won't oh. say what they used to. Well, I was as far as I wasn't concerned. I was a a manual door opening device. Where we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember in those days you had to be a certain height, and I used to always wish I could be one, but I wasn't the right height. Whereas now I think they're not so fussy. No, they're not. You had to be a certain height, certain weight, and wear lots and lots of makeup, and wear high heel yeah. shoes. Which was great fun. Yeah. Yeah, things I think, you know, these <laughs> days it's just whatever you happen to, if you can talk nicely to people, come and do it. Well, we'll see what happens if we get some hosties back again. All right, so we've got the bucket list essay video by Dude Perfect, um, SAA, where to get gem squash. And musically, what, who, who's oh, Tyler? Oh, it's really exciting news. So, so Tyler's this 19-year-old who's just uh, grew up in Joburg, always loved music, and she has worked really, 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 really hard. Mm-hmm. And at the young age of 19, had a hit song in South Africa, I think in January, called uh, Get Late or something. Getting Late. Um, Getting Late, that's it, Getting Late, featuring Cool Drink. And um, and she's just been picked up by Epic Records in L.A. Mm-hmm. They're signing a global deal with her, which is absolutely, I mean, amazing. So, so they, you know, they noticed her because her Getting Late had over 2 million hits on YouTube and was starting to go viral mm-hmm. worldwide. And she says she just can't wait to bring the world's attention back home to Africa. So she'll keep that unique Africa flavor with her. And the CEO of Epic said that, you know, she thinks that Tyler is a true career superstar. This is one to watch. So if you're overseas, look out for Tyler. 
Well, it's, it's so much easier these days in some ways for people to be noticed by overseas groups. I mean, I think back to the 80s um, when I was hanging out with Elemental. And I mean, they were kind of like superstars here in South Africa, and they were hoping to do the same thing for them overseas. And we all went overseas. And then, of course, you know, everybody was like, well, we don't want to work with South Africans. If you if you yeah. sign them to your record label, well, then we're going to leave the record label. So that was what a lot of artists were dealing with back in the 80s, in the good old days. <laughs> I, I and, say that with a lot were, of... <laughs> <laughs> but they were even able to travel over. I think nowadays with social media, it is just amazing yeah. how much easier it is to be noticed abroad. Well, look at Justin Bieber. I mean, for goodness sake, that's where he got his start from, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Jerusalem would yeah. probably never have been such a huge hit without, well, it wouldn't have been without social media. Mm. Well, so, talking about stars and things, I'm, I'm hoping at some stage, and she's just being very, very slack. I've been chatting to Tandeka. Do you remember Tandeka? PJ Powers, to get her to say hello to everybody. So I keep, I'll keep nagging her. Um, she's been gigging quite a lot at the moment and should be up in Johannesburg in a couple of weeks. So if I can get hold of her to have a chat with us, that'll be great. But yeah, music-wise, I mean, there are so many amazing South African bands and so, so many different genres of music as well. Um, that it's lovely to see some of them getting international notice. It's about time. Oh, and Karma Swanapool, of course, living over in... Somewhere in California near Joshua Tree has opened up a guest house there. Do you remember Karma from Henry VIII? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got this wonderful thing of her journey of how she's learning to do woodwork and, you know, caulking and, and creating these things in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere, um, with this beautiful guest house and still making music as well. So if you get a chance, go online and have a look and see what she's doing. So do you know where other people can find out... Um how to go to her guest house? Well, all you need to do is go on to Facebook and go Karma Swanapool and go and follow what her adventures online. I mean, she's, she's got these wonderful pictures. I mean, it really is out in the middle of the desert. It's fantastic. It's so beautiful. Oh, so go and have a look. Excellent. Yeah. And if you're going to that part, part of the woods, and I mean, I know that um, Robbie Rob of uh, Tribe After Tribe and Three Fish is also living out in that area as well and doing a lot of music too. Okay, so let's go. News from expats. What was this about Princess Charlene being stuck in South Africa? Well, she got sick while she was in South Africa, so she didn't make it back to the Monaco Grand Prix where, you know, she's meant to be like the guest of honor. Mm -hmm. But it was a good thing in a way because she was actually in South Africa to raise awareness about rhino poaching. Mm -hmm. And um, so she had gone to a dehorning, what do you call that? Um, Were they going dehorn rhinos? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... and um, and, and she had posted photos, which, you know, not many media picked up on. Mm. But as soon as she had to miss the Grand Prix, then suddenly those were the photos that everybody used, you know, of her hugging a rhino that's been, you know, is unconscious. And, and, yeah, so it raised a lot of good awareness, I thought. And hopefully she's much better now. She just had a ENT kind of infection. Mm -hmm. And then it was interesting that, you know, that video that we mentioned earlier, the Bucketless South Africa, yes. that video. So those were five American guys who came to South Africa and did that. And they also, one of the things that they did in South Africa was accompany um, a vet team to go and dehorn a rhino. Mm -hmm. So it seems there is a big push 
to get some publicity out there to the rest of the world about, you know, what Arana are going through. And then I saw, I don't know if you saw, but they, they're thinking, they're trialing actually in the Eastern Cape, making the horn radioactive. Ooh. But yeah, that will apparently really put off the um, Asian markets. Mm. And while it's radioactive, they'll also be able to work out what the source is, you know? Yeah, so right. they're trialing that, and it would mean that the rhino gets to keep its horn, but nobody else wants it. Well, and it they, won't harm the rhino. I wish they could do something the same for pangolins. I mean, that's another issue. But we'll, 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 not, we'll stay with the good news and the fact that people are doing things to actually try and help. But and, talk- a, and another little rhino dehorning good news. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you But um, there was an almost tragic story about some field guides in KwaZulu-Natal who were monitoring a rhino and the rhino and her calf kind of realized and ran for them and one of the guys was knocked into a tree. Mm -hmm. He went to hospital but he had no serious injuries and they said it was probably because that rhino had been dehorned. Yeah. Surviving a rhino charge just reminds me of that story, story that the storyteller, story farteller, Danny Pretorius, used to tell about the old Natal Parks Board Ranger who only spoke Zulu and he's talking about the rhinos. I must try and find that story. It was fantastic. <laughs> I fell off my chair on live TV. I was laughing so hard. Uh, but staying with the animals, I did go and have a look at the cat. <laughs> <laughs> And how he's made how he made the song with the cat going and where they're doing things with their hands on it. So that's that's coming out on the twenty eighth, uh, which is in a couple of days' time. But I also saw he put up something. Um, we're talking about the kiffness, of course, um, with something to do with the sneezing cat. I mean, where do people get their <laughs> where do they get the inspiration from? I mean, really, it's very interesting. Oh no! <laughs> but that is I the thing. Know. These the videos that come up um, and that go viral. I mean, you, you were saying about the bride at the petrol station. <laughs> so beautiful. You know? Did you see that? So she stopped to go to the loo. Mm. You know, something that you would probably never remember for the rest of your life that you had stopped at some arbitrary petrol station. And um, on her way back from her wedding, and two of the girls in the toilet asked her, "Have you just got married?" Clearly, because she was, she, she was, she still had her whole gown with the long train yeah. behind it, and um, and when she went out the loo, these these two women, as well as everybody else who they'd rounded up in the petrol station, all sang for her. Did they her. do the ululation thing? Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. And and they carried her train as she walked back to her car, so it was like a little wedding ceremony all over again. And it made you know a lot of people say you know. This reminds us why we love South Africa so much. And, and although I've got to say, a lot of people said only in South Africa. And I have to say, I do see things like that in France. Like, you know, the other day I went to the market and there was just an impromptu dance where, mm. you know, the police, the um, car monitor people, everybody was just dancing well so, well we have it a guy happen <laughs> elsewhere <laughs> we have a guy who's in our area who apparently just decided um, him and his girlfriend to go up to the local petrol station shop 
uh, completely stark naked one night. <laughs> so that, that video went out as well. <laughs> well. It hasn't been sent to us. <laughs> Clearly, they didn't look good enough. No, 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 no. We're, we're keeping that undercover. I'm not telling you where we live either. Okay, so what other news is there? I mean, I, I caught a little Are bit of a Are they the couple who were walking down the street? No, 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 not that couple. That was in Bligari. Oh, you have a lot of naked people <laughs> in Joburg. Um, by the way, I, I caught up on a bit of the golf and I saw at one stage there were four or five South Africans on the leaderboard at the PGA uh, in the US. Yeah, pretty amazing. I think I think we started with 11 and by the weekend we had six South Africans. Mm, mm. And then, and then Louis Oersthuizen, of course, was runner-up. He came second. And this is the fifth time for him. So it's become a bit of a joke for him that he, you know, he just keeps being the runner-up in a major. Five times um, a bridesmaid. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's got this fantastic video from 2017, which is going viral again. He's singing to a song, I Will Rise. And, oh, Lord. Um, so we will post that because it's quite funny. Oh, starter, Louis, we've got your back, okay. All right, on, yeah. on the entertainment side of things, one big thing that everybody's been talking about, and I think it, this is something that will appeal to everybody because even my kids watch Friends and they've watched all the series of Friends. And now, of course, it's the big thing about the reunion. And they're gonna, yeah. I saw it's going out on Mnet on DSTV this Sunday and then Correct. it'll be on Showmax on Monday. So I'm looking forward to that. I loved Friends, yeah. yeah. And, and so it'll be available, I mean, for Showmax subscribers, they can watch any time from Monday mm. on. And if you want to be the first, 8 p.m., I think, on Mnet on Sunday night. So that'll be, that'll be great. And like you say, it's, you know, it's all the generations mm. since, since it began in the 90s. Everybody's watched it because of all the reruns. Yeah. So, yeah, I think my kids know it better than I do as well. Likewise. The teenagers you know, I interviewed, I interviewed a couple of them mm-hmm. who were amazing. David Schwimmer actually invited me to a party. And, <laughs> and it, was, it was a pretty cool moment because when I got to the door, it was private. And I said, oh, a friend invited me. <laughs> that's just a <laughs> stupid thing to be able to say. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, it was really nice. Really, yes. really. I really got with him well. Jenny, if walls could talk, sometimes you and I would be in a lot of trouble. No, 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 let's not go there. <laughs> All right, what have we got coming up? Let's change the subject quickly. What's coming up on, on sapeople.com in the next week? We should have done this a week or two ago, but so many people, we didn't have the time at the time, and now so many people have asked us to, that we are going to just show, you know, Angus Taylor, the sculptor, Mm -hmm. who does amazing things. Well, he's done this, like, I think it's a two-meter-high sculpture of a nurse Mm -hmm. at the very old hospital, Zoet Afrikaans Hospital. And it's honoring nurses, 117 years of nurses. And it's the first statue honoring nurses in South Africa. And, you know, as they said, you know, there's so many statues of like war heroes on horses, Mm. but you don't often see um, something commemorating the nurses that worked so hard during those war times. Yeah, like Edith Cavell. I mean, the hospital isn't even called the Edith Cavell Hospital anymore, you know. And that was a big honor for her because, of course, she was one who got all the nursing going, I think it was during the Boer War, wasn't it? I don't know. It's been a long time since I did history. (laughs) 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 Well, that sounds sounds lovely, and it's about time, you know, they, they do... A lot of work to keep everybody safe and whole. So, and yeah, and it's very fitting that it's right now during the pandemic, pandemic. as well. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I've, I see that, you know, we were talking about various people who do wonderful pictures and we talk about Aggie Orphanos, who is in Cape Town. But then I don't know if you've seen any of Andrew Cleland's work. Um, Andrew Cleland was the, the drummer for the band Zen Arcade and before that, the Carols back from the 80s. Now, he is also in television, but he goes around Johannesburg and the South Coast taking the most exquisite pictures. Um, there's some people who say that he photoshops them. I know for a fact that he doesn't. But if you want to follow somebody who does the most exquisite photography on Facebook and um, on Instagram as well, Andrew Cleland Photography. Just thought I'd give him a shout okay. out because it's so beautiful. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. We'll, we'll look out for him. There we have it. Okay. Well, it's great to catch up with you. And we will be talking again next week and hopefully have really great news for everybody all over the country and around the world. Thanks, Mal. And and what about you? Are, are we going to be hearing from you on YouTube? Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot to say, yes, Jeremy Mansfield. Um, I'm sure everybody knows about him. We did talk about him a bit last week. His um, Mansfield Today started on YouTube this week on Monday with Chris Gibbons doing, um, I think, finances and things like that. So he's got a different thing every single day. It comes out at 12 o'clock every single day. It's Mansfield and then the number two and day all together, no spaces on YouTube. And um, I'll be doing making my debut on Sunday doing the gardening whoa, spot. Whoa. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> the only problem, <laughs> gonna watch. The only problem is, of course, it's on a green screen, which means as a gardener, I can't take any plants in with me. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and what time is it? It starts from 12 o'clock. Um, so you can go onto YouTube and just go and watch at your leisure. And you can catch Lovely. up with all the previous week stuff as well. So hopefully that's going to pick up and, and people will enjoy it around the world. So anybody who's a Mansfield fan, and I know I am, worked with him for many, many years. And uh, it's lovely to hear from him and to see him doing some work, especially after all the trials and tribulations he's been through in the last years. Of course, Sam Cowan will be there as well. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Okay, darling. We'll, we'll speak to you week. again soon. Take care. <laughs> and the rest Bye. of you, don't forget, go and check out the website, sapeople.com. Bye-bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.